0: healy and this is the travel weekly podcast i'm here with peter cross customer experience director at john lewis so hello peter thank you so much for for coming on the podcast
1: my pleasure amy
0: okay so tell us a bit about you and your career background
1: um well i've kind of i've been in brands and retail my whole career i was in-house um, in marketing for L'Oreal and the Cartier Group for several years. Uh, I'm not going to tell you how many years, but quite (laughs) a few. Um, So I learned the art of branding, and I learned the art of luxury branding, which is all about details, really. Um, And then I was in-house, or then I was not, I was in an agency um, with uh, a woman you may know called Mary Portis, um, who was both my best mucker, um, next door neighbour uh, and then business partner for 10 years so we uh, had all kinds of fun um, in, on the high street charity shops some stuff you, you may or not i I
0: actually really like her I think it, she's great yeah. what's she like?
1: phenomenal she's, 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 she's a softie underneath okay uh, so that was that was brilliant. Uh, and then six years ago, I came into John Lewis. There's not that many retailers I would have joined, actually, having worked with Mary for, for that long. But John Lewis is, is a different kind of business. It's a values-driven retailer. So I came there about six years ago uh, to take on this job.
0: Okay. And, and what exactly does your role entail? What, day-to-day, what is it you're doing?
1: Um, it's two things, really. It's to uh, Make sure your experience of shopping at John Lewis, however that is, it might be through our website uh, or through our shops, is as good as it possibly can be. And if there are any any bits of the journey that are broken uh, or aren't as good as they should be, uh, my job's to just to make sure they are. Uh, but it's also to think about the future, because obviously how we shop is changing at a phenomenal pace. Uh, therefore, it's to, it's to just be one step ahead of you and excite you. Um, about the kind of where you may shop in the future, particularly uh, it, it, as the role of shops changes mm. in our lives.
0: Mm. Definitely, we're going to get onto that a bit bit more later. Just just out of interest, what is the split between um, re, uh, people buying in store and people buying online? Is it still the majority of your sales come through your
1: shops? Well, we we got into the digital game earlier than many brands. So um, 40% of our business is is now uh, through uh, our digital channels. Um, and of course, we launched Click and Collect. Uh, we were really the, one of the first to pioneer that as a service. And you can collect through Waitrose, uh, which lots of our customers really enjoy. Um, and um, therefore the rest is through our shops. But uh, that's, that's, that's been gradually increasing. But the, 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 to be honest with you, we all use these channels really interchangeably. Uh, now, so how customers shop is, is, is really seamless and will bounce between all the channels depending on the product. And the more complicated the product, like a sofa, you'll go in and out of different channels as you're making your mind up. Mm. Where you actually buy it is less relevant now.
0: Okay, I think that's similar to travel in, in many ways. I think people do a certain amount of research online, some, obviously, many book online as well, but with more complicated holidays. Um, Kuhone, a, a great example they have concessions in John Lewis a lot of the, the research um, stage is done online but then there's always a, a prompt to get in touch with the, with the, an agent and, and, and finalise the booking um, but they, as you say they can work hand in hand do you see the 40% 60% split changing, do you think you are going to you said it was growing gradually more, more online do you see that switching to, so it'll be 60% online, 40% in retail, or do you think they'll be fairly even?
1: I think, um, I mean, there's certainly, they will continue to blur um, as opposed to just being separate. So the the interchangeability will change. So the role of technology in our lives is going to continue to be more and more important and more seamless. Um, How much the percentage of shop business uh, survives will be dependent on our ability uh, to deliver shops that are relevant to people's lives mm. and continue to make you know, add value, be more experiential, be, yeah. more, be more expert-led uh, and give you a reason to get out of, get off the sofa, I yeah. suppose.
0: Again, lots of sim- similarities with, with travel retail stores, which we'll talk about in a minute. Now, you um, work with the National Theatre mm. to give John Lewis staff theatre training to boost their confidence. So tell us a bit more about that.
1: We did, um, and at the time, it, I think there was a, a few smirks raised in the sort of tabloid media. Um, but actually, it was—it's just common sense that if you're, uh, if if you if the role of shops has changed, and um, we really expect, therefore, shop staff to be on point in terms of delivering fabulous service uh, and expertise and making making my day to some extent, uh, they've got to find within themselves the self confidence to. to to present themselves in in a way. So um, rather than just giving staff service training and selling training, we thought confidence training um, would help staff just to be their best selves and find the, you know, find it within themselves to just, you know, it's, it's hard work working in shops, you know. Uh, be, be, you know, be, be confident on, on yeah. a stage. People talked about retail theatre for a while, haven't they? But that's, that's, that's I suppose, that's ultimately what we're talking yeah. about.
0: How did it go down with, with staff? Was there some resistance from some corners?
1: Um, I think with most things in life, there's always a small number of people who, who don't like it. But by and large, people enjoyed it. And actually... Confidence training helps you in your whole life, not just your work life. Um, and if you're, you know, if you're a bit shy about approaching somebody in a pub to talk to, um, this might have helped you as well.
0: OK, so maybe you're dating <laughs> maybe, life as well. Maybe <laughs> dating
1: life too. Why not?
0: <laughs> Why not? Um, yeah, you, you, you touched on the experience economy and, and, and trying to make the experience of the customer in store more experiential um it is a massive deal in, in retail you've done things like hold, hold um in-store fashion styling interior design sessions and even sleeping overnight in stores to test a, a bedroom um how did that go down is that something you do continuously or you just tried it or is it something you're looking to grow
1: i think um there's no there's no silver bullet you know, I've, I've said that before, to, to the changing role of shops, which is what we're, we're talking about here specifically. So we are, um, we, we've always had what customers want, what customers might want. Customer service has been at the heart of what we do. So what we're, what we're exploring is how do you reinvent these experiences in shops. So you talked about uh, about personal styling. So personal styling has been around for a while. It's been in a shop, it's jar- largely been at the back of the shop, slightly discreet, a bit daunting maybe for some men or some women. Is it a bit expensive, do I really want to do it? Well, you want, want to be cooped up in a little corner with somebody for a few hours? Um, so we've made it center stage. Um, it's, we've launched 30 style studios across the shops, um, which are free, um, which, are, uh, which start off with just a little style talk. So you get a little glass of fizz, you sit with you know 10 other women or or, or men uh, and have a talk about the trends and what might work for you and then you have a chance to have an instant style appointment again which is free a little taster and then you can have more if you want it Uh, and it's really about giving you confidence again funnily enough to look and feel your very best so we're not just selling clothes we're selling the way you feel Mm. in our clothes Um, and making this thing more modern more accessible um, to women through the Star Studios has transformed the service, um, and it's it's working. You yeah. know, so it's something that we used to do, seen through a much more modern light, okay. through the customer's light, if you want. Yeah. Uh, the again the, 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 the sleeping in a John Lewis overnight yeah,
0: I can't quite no, um, get my
1: well, head around no, that, well, that, I, mean, that was, I mean there were a few practical issues yeah about. I was
0: going to say like showers and, toilets, know, and toilets yes there's a, few, there's a few
1: practical issues <laughs> yeah. um, but actually um, we are a brand that we're fortunate enough that people like John Lewis are intrigued about John Lewis so the bragging rights of saying oh I slept in John Lewis <laughs> overnight was quite big you know there's really? a night in the museum all that kind of stuff <laughs> Uh, and so when there were, I think there was, I think there was some thirty thousand people who applied.
0: Really, it was
1: it was absolutely wow. enormous. Yeah, but um, but but ultimately, what what we were doing was allowing people to try before they buy. You know, so you, you you're able to really literally. Even if you didn't sleep in the space, you could go and jump them down on the yeah. bed if you wanted to, uh, or, or, or sit at the dining table and have a bit of a play with the family. Um, so it was it was it was it was immersive retailing yeah. um, that happened to capture people's imaginations.
0: And and as you say, I think it, it's it's another re- it's thinking what can we do different to get people to come mm-hmm. into the shop to talk about John Lewis and think about buying from us, isn't yeah, it? That's exactly. Um, and there was a similar initiative by TUI formerly Thompson travel agencies where um they have a chair that you sit in it's like a virtual reality chair mm. and you can kind of look at this screen and pick where you want to go now half of it was like no it, is a, it does actually work it would actually help you choose your holiday and give you a taster of where to go and the other half of it was just like it's just quite cool to have this piece of tech in the store to get people coming coming in and talking about the holiday and then hopefully convert that into a sale so that's where technology I suppose is being it's got a dual purpose. you want the tech to actually serve a, a purpose and, and to help a customer find their holiday or, or their product. But equally, it's it's a talking point, isn't it, as well? And I suppose that's a little bit what those initiatives are that you've rolled out. It's a talking point. It's to get people thinking. Oh, that sounds good.
1: It is. It's, it's absolutely a talking point. It's the, You know, we we say we're lucky enough in John Lewis that we're one of those brands that's. We're with you all the way. We're with you right from nursery, right throughout your life, at the key moments of your life. Christmas, you know, we play a role yeah. in people's your lives. Your yeah, so highly anticipated. Uh, so, um, so, so so, so and that's a great privilege. Uh, we do a report every year, actually, which has just come out, which is you know worth your um, readers having a look at, um, which is what we bought in the past year, and what we stopped buying in the past year, because it's a real barometer of how the nation shopped. So it just came out last week, so in the in in the 2019 issue, it talks about you know we stopped selling drones um, for for obvious reasons um, you know there's, there's there's you know they were becoming a we felt they, they, they were they they were becoming something that was that was potentially dangerous mm. um, we stopped selling fish kettles um, we stopped really or the sales dramatically stopped of things like landline telephones
0: yeah of course um, yeah.
1: mantle clocks. Um, and it's and it's fa- it's fascinating to watch how the the, the nation's mm. shopping habits uh, change. It's like the a reflection,
0: isn't it? It's a mirror of, of what's the nation. happening. That's right. Yeah.
1: So we always we we we're, because we do really track all, all this data and we're quite transparent about it. That's that's one way for us to be in the conversation mm. uh, that you talked about. Definitely.
0: Well, um, let's talk a bit about tech. Um, whilst I mentioned it, does John Lewis use anything like virtual reality or voice? In stores at the moment or online, and if you don't, is it something you're looking at doing? Can it assist the shopping shopping experience for your customers? Do you think?
1: Absolutely. I mean, technology is 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 you know, it's here to stay, and it's and it's it's how you use it and how you make it relevant and, and not a sort of fad um, that that will dictate its 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 future. Um, there are you know the, the, the virtual reality hasn't quite. Made its way into the mainstream yet? You know, I think we all walked around with the headsets for a while, didn't we? Um, but is it is it really sort of the, the way we all shop? Probably not yet. Um, but clearly, um, the, uh, the 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 sort of vo- voice-activated technology in our homes, the um, the Google um, devices and so yeah. on, really are incredibly popular. Um, we 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 try and use technology to the, to the benefit of the customer. So we um, in in our shops are really exploring. Um, technology which is which we call clienteling which is our ability to work with your permission on really giving you a much more personal level of service so having maybe have had a personal styling appointment with you, you say in in the thing i mentioned you might say to us the thing i really want is i want to know when that brand gave was on sale i want to know when you're running events that are right for me and i want to know um, uh, I, I want to know when the um, when the when the Christmas sort of collections come in, etc., etc. We, we would then bespoke our conversation with you ar- around that, and that allows you to build. I don't want any of that, yeah. But I'd love that. Personalization. So personalization is is really really rich and interesting, and it allows you to have a relationship. And with you do genres. that through
0: tech, is what you're saying. And it's all done through yeah. technology. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So that um, frontier, help. the
1: frontier of data and. Um, uh, you know, and, and personalization is, 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 is very, certainly very, very rich.
0: Yeah, okay. Let's talk about Thomas Cook briefly. It's been in the news in the last month or so. I'm sure you, you know what's happened. It collapsed. Um, and they've done a recent deal with Hayes Travel, which has taken over their entire retail estate. What what do you make of, of Thomas Cook going? Um, and also that, Hayes Travel coming in and, and taking all these shops on.
1: Mm. I mean, obviously to say it's incredibly sad and the you know the concern is for initially for all the staff um, who work there. I mean, 500, 555 shops, as you say, is, is a lot of shops. Um, it's incredibly exciting that really swiftly this this new business has, has come in and we all hope that really works um, for them. Um, what's fascinating about the High Street and about shops is... Um, is that when shops go, when businesses go, it's it's largely due to their... They just not recognise where the customer's gone. Um, the customer's still there. The customer still has needs. Um, if you think about when Woolworths went... I mean, we all loved Woolies and we were all really sad when it went. Fundamentally, Woolies was um, the pound shop, you know, the value retailer of the, of the sort of 70s uh, and 80s. Um, those, those businesses are thriving but if Woolworths had transformed itself into being a pound shop you know or a, or a, a value retailer it would have thrived but what they what they had managed to do was transform themselves into the business that people would recognize ah I now know what it is um, therefore the, the, the true challenge and we hope is that is that Hayes will will, will have realized the changes that the customer has gone through their expectations of of, of the travel agent have changed, um, and they will deliver on those.
0: What's your current assessment of the UK high street? We've had House of Fraser um, in a bit of trouble. We've had lots of high street um, or chain restaurants go or, or seek company voluntary um, liquidation. What's um, what's your view on on the condition of the high street?
1: Um, you know. Th- the key thing is 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 that we um we, we never really talk about our competitors in John Lewis. It's it's not, it's not the way we operate. Um, any change to the high street is 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 sad and is not good because it, it's are it's it's like the two front teeth being knocked out when, when really important businesses leave the high street. Um, so and it's it's healthy competitive. It's better if there are more businesses on there. The truth is though that the role of the high street is changing, um, uh, it, you know, because of the, the digital revolution and. Great shops, great businesses that get the customer will survive and thrive and will be reinvented for this new world. Um, And those that don't are are more likely to fail. Um, Clearly when you're, you know, my own theory, interestingly, is that when you're spending more time digitally and, you know, we're all sitting looking at our devices, um, your need for social contact and experience is enhanced, actually. Therefore, a trip to the shops uh, is much more of a, less of a transaction and therefore more of an experience. Therefore, what I want is human contact. I want to be immersed in something. I want to learn something new. I want to be inspired. I want to
0: speak to someone. I want to, I want actually <laughs> human, to speak to yeah. we are. We are, we are
1: we're social, we're social creatures. Animals, yeah. We're social animals. Um, so um, if, you, if you understand that, you're halfway home, I think, in mm. terms of thinking about what role this has to play. But it's not just about, there you go, thank you, ma'am, goodbye. It, it, you need to can offer something that.
0: a bit more, don't you? More yeah. than what the, uh, the internet can do and our algorithm can do. Exactly. What do you think the high street's going to look like in, I don't know, the future 20 or so years? How different will it look? Will there be fewer shops, but those that are left will be, you know, the really successful ones and ones that are really offering customers something they, they need and want
1: um, did you say twenty or thirty years? Yeah, Which, that's a long time. I don't know. That's, <laughs> I don't know about two years away, um, but it's, it's certainly—I um, don't know. I think everyone's predicted, actually, the death of the high street for a very they long have, time. Yeah. So it's been on the. This has been discussed so for certainly long enough to make us think. You know, actually, all that's happening is that it's it's reinventing itself, and there are interesting new businesses that are two steps ahead of the customer and giving them. Yeah, say so reasons to to, to, to transact, um, bragging rights, social rights. I was there, experiences um, that wrap around the products that are that are that are for sale and give you extra reasons. So it'll just, I think it'll just feel very. I think it's incredibly exciting actually. And um, we're a very innovative country, and um, I'm quite sure that that some of the great brands um, and retailers will will carve out a very exciting future. We yeah. certainly hope that we're. But one of them.
0: Because you have Kuoni, obviously, as a concession. Do you have any other businesses that sit within John Lewis? And if not, is that something you would look to to have? Because like, I can see certainly larger shops, anyway, in supermarkets, and, and some do already, housing other businesses as well it's cheaper you can share the rent the co-op for example have um co-op supermarkets some of those have travel agencies in them um, can you see that as something john mm. lewis might do take on some more concessions yeah
1: absolutely i mean the um the Cooney partnership is very special to us it's a it's a wonderful business we share the values It's in in 19 shops we're both obsessed with customer service so the location of this is the way we market the businesses together works works well for both of us um, and um we, have a lot, we actually have a lot of partnership with brands. The, the, being a department store is about partnerships with the greatest brands, be they explicit partnerships like Coronia and our, and our op- optical partnership is, is fabulous, but also partnerships with the great brands that you buy, you know, so be it the, 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 the cosmetic brands or the fashion brands um, that express themselves in different ways yeah. across the store. Um, we also have a lot of stuff of our own Um uh, that that, that complements the whole thing, so um, it's it's a, the, the, the two coming together. I think.
0: Okay. Just finally, then, t- what what do you think high street travel agencies can can learn from John Lewis?
1: Um, we'd never be too too bold to say that people can learn from <laughs> us, um, but um, you know, because we're we're we, we're quite a humble business, we're quite bushish like that. So um, I think. Um, I don't know about what they can learn from us, but I think um, it's, if you start with the customer, you know, um, you, you, you can't go far wrong. And if you, if you think about the customer, um, who again, it's quite, it's quite daunting, you know, buying a holiday. I mean, I'm quite fussy, actually. Um, fortunately, we, I, I work with Konya, but I'm quite a fussy traveller, you, know? you know. I know what kind of weather, I know where the, I want the bedroom to be, you know, I'm quite fussy about the food. Um, so I have a whole list of things that I, that, I, that my, my own pet loves and pet hates. That, um, and my fear, funnily enough, when I'm travelling is, is, um, is, is, is sort of, will the, will the things that make my trip brilliant um, be in place? Um, and I think once you once you once you assess the things that are important to customers that are likely to be that kind of a list uh, and give the, the customer more control over those things um, so that we've, you know, we've got things to do if it's raining we, we promise you the food's going to be fabulous um, uh, I, I, I think it's interesting that travel agents start to to really give these reassurances to customers that they, that they, that they ultimately take back control of, of their trip. Um, uh, and I'm not sure that's, that's as ubiquitous as it could be, really, because you can book it through the agent, but and you can get their tips on where to go. But actually, the pledges that we will give you pretty well some guarantees about the fact: if you want that kind of room, we'll sort it. If you want, you know, the, 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 you know, the, the, these kind of promises to be made, we can do it. Yeah. Um, Again, personalisation, isn't it's it? Getting to know your customer, personalising yeah.
0: the holiday for them. As you That's say, right. anyone can buy a package holiday online. It's it's personalising the, the the holiday.
1: Personalising. We've introduced uh, experience desks in our shops, Amy, and the idea there is that when you turn up at the shop, and you think, God, I hope I find somebody to really look after me because I want to buy a telly, um, they can do that. They can they can they can plan. Your trip to our shop, uh, so that all the things you need—from a, a personal appointment to a fashion appointment to a great coffee on yeah. the, in the roof terrace, whatever—we yeah. uh, believe that giving customers back control is very important. And I wonder if something in the travel industry, there's, mm. there's, there's something in that mm. personalisation is absolutely the word.
0: Yes, yeah, it's, it's the uh, buzzword, but it's a, it, it's <laughs> right, rightfully so and understandably so. Things
1: like air travel. I don't think you'd have to work with the airlines, but you, know, you don't. You sometimes don't want to pay for all the food and all that kind of thing what you just want is, is, is the great flight so is there a way to personalise all those bits and bobs rather than just by class of Yeah, aircraft yeah. Um,
0: yeah that's a bugbear of a, is it? of a lot well BA did it didn't they? Yes. they you have to pay for your tea and coffee and sandwiches now and um, certainly, on short-haul flights, quite controversial move, but they, they had to compete with the low-cost carriers. So, but uh, anyway, that's another that's another um, story altogether. Thank you so much for coming in again. Lovely to see you. We're neighbours. You're in Victoria. I'm in Victoria. Oh. So uh, maybe we'll have you on again if if you'd,
1: if you'd oh. be willing. Thank you so much. It's a real. It's a, been a, a real privilege. I'm terribly jealous of what you all do. It's a fabulous industry, the travel agency, the travel industry. So. Um, uh, thanks for letting me have a little sneak peek today,
0: Good. Thank you very much.